Welcome to a podcast. A good podcast about board games and my wife. A very good podcast in which I persuade her. Also, let's not start by saying very good. We don't understand it yet. Is it, yeah, but it's ironic. Why is it ironic? What's the irony? I think maybe this is a good intro. <laughs> Welcome to Board Games with My Wife, a Burble Games podcast with me, Jack, and my wife, Lottie. Hi. Well done. That's literally the best I've ever done. That, that. was the best. Maybe also, I, just... I enjoyed the patronising well done as well. Oh, it wasn't patronising, it was very sincere. Or do I get a gold star? I haven't got any, but I don't want to go out and get any. So, no, you oh. can't have a gold star, but you can have the well done. Um, I shame. wonder if we should just use that entrance for the... No, they're live every the time. challenge every couple of weeks. They have the challenge every couple of weeks. Fair enough. And also, we're recording late again. We've gone... We've gone rogue again and that was a good that was a good start that was a good start to the show yes I given know, the circumstances we don't want to set the bar too high to fall down dramatically well, the bar slightly above ground level <laughs> that we have it's not subterranean bar no. as is the usual so what's on the block this week uh, on the block this week um is eight games that we think you should play Ooh. this halloween are you well that was a ghost it wasn't a ghost. Was, <laughs> I literally watched you make the sound. Well, I mean, that Although, wasn't for you. I wasn't trying to. Try, I wasn't trying to fool you. I was thinking the listener might think, "Oh, that sounds like they got a do ghost." Do you want to hear a scary ghost story, listener? Which is not really scary nor a story. It's just you know a but weird it's anecdote. But um, we stayed in a house that wasn't ours this weekend with permission. <laughs> <laughs> that was a story. They were like, "Oh my god, get out of my house!" No, there was. Um, <laughs> There was um, condensation on the window in the morning, and there was a handprint of a tiny child. person or child on the child, window, I assume. like slightly dragged in yeah. like a in a horror kind yeah. of. And I was like, "Oh no, there's a ghost." That was quite scary. It was scary, but that's what we're talking about—not tiny handprints. Or but, saying houses were welcome. Yeah, or um, breaking into people's houses. We are talking about games to play. Because this why are we doing that? Oh. I've already said the Halloween bit. Oh, it's Halloween, or Halloween's coming up, or it's been Halloween, and you're listening to this on Christmas yeah. Day for some reason. And yeah, you might just want to play a spooky game. Spooky, these, spooky these time. Are some spooky themed so, games. Before we before we chat about about our various spooky things, games. before before we very, go on about the various things that we that we talk about, what's our what? Let's have a chat about Halloween then. What are your thoughts on Halloween? I like Halloween generally. Um, growing up, I didn't really do trick or treating. You go trick or treating. Um, I did, but not in a like in a big way. I, I only went a couple of times, but not in a really big way. No, and I think that's because I think it's become in the UK. It's become it's becoming more. Well, not with COVID, obviously, but it's becoming more of a thing. Like it's becoming more of a thing to go to go trick or treating. When I was younger, it was almost like a kind of embarrassment where you just gaggled around, being like, "Can I have a chocolate bar, please?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like a bit like I think for British people, asking for free sweets is just like it presses the cringe button a yeah. bit too much. Oh, my uh, my trick or treat experience used to be like again, no, no trick or treating, but I used to live on live on estates. Um, so obviously there's lots of lots of houses, lots of people kind of coming coming around, and my and my and particularly particularly my mum would go one or two directions. Either she'd forget it was Halloween and not get anything, and then just turn all the lights off and be like, "No one's in the house, it's not getting anything." Or if someone knocks at the door, be like, "Would you like a Kit Kat?" <laughs> <laughs> From like the biscuit the biscuit box, just like, <laughs> She'd be like I can offer you a slice of bread. Just like, here's a Kit Kat. Well, that actually, I do have and a penguin. <laughs> quite a good Halloween story. Or, or she'd oh. go the other direction where she would get like a, a million things being like we're going to get loads of trick-or-treaters oh it's going to be we're going to be swamped and then we just end up with a million things and be like this was this was like, no children came no children came we've now got to eat all this chocolate and sweets. I have two other Halloween anecdotes for you one is similar to your mum where 
um, we get sweets for trick-or-treaters and then normally not in COVID you're not really home you are not home from work I work from home Jack normally works in an office and he's not Damn normally spy ha- <laughs> and you work abroad <laughs> I work abroad <laughs> on yachts <laughs> That would be very covert, wouldn't it? Being like, what's that man doing with a telescope on his yacht? Um, Anyway, so we'd get the sweets for the trick-or-treaters and then I kind of don't really want to talk to children dressed as ghouls. So I just, we'd have the sweets and I still turn the lights off. I'd just be like, no, I don't want to interact with you. You just sit in the dark eating the sweets like, these are my Kit Kats. Things that won't work now because if anyone rang on the doorbell the dog would be just like woof 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 and i'm like please we're hiding from children can you just be covert yes my second howling anecdote second, okay, is that yes. once when trick-or-treating as a child came back emptied out my gubbin my whatever i took knapsack. my knapsack my tesco's carrier bag um and there was a horse tranquilizer in there oh wow yeah was that an accident or someone trying to kill you it's possible that it was planted. How do you know it's a horse tranquilizer? Does it say on the bottle, like, this is a horse no, tranquilizer? No, it was removed from my knapsack by an adult. But d- d- is that like, oh, it was a horse tranquilizer? Like, cause, I, don't think it because, was a, I don't think it was sweets for a child. Uh, maybe child. not, but I'm pretty sure, like, and I could be very wrong here, that horse tranquilizers aren't just like labelled horse tranquilizer. They've probably got like, a fancy name, I would have thought. Yeah, but I, I, I lived around savvy adults. They might know what the crack was. Or, anyway. or actually, what's happened here is there was something really good <laughs> in there, and that was horse tranquilizers. It's all horse tranquilizers. Oh my god! It's the horror, and they're just eating your sweets. Yeah, you've basically been your adults have robbed you of your sweets. Do you have any animal drug stories related? I wasn't to given drugs as no. a child. No, I wasn't given drugs by strangers as a child. This is village life, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like you could get a friend, you could get a horse tranquilizer. Yeah. It's yeah. a lucky dip. Yeah, so I wasn't. No, I, 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 I could say I only remember going a couple of times. And uh, yeah, and it was just like okay, trick or treated. Like it wasn't. I, was ne- I never like you know. Yeah, I know no, the Americans I, I are care, crazy. On I it. care more about Halloween now. We do since we've been together. Is there a fly in this room making a? Or is it a ghost? <laughs> no, it's not a ghost. So we'll get like a pizza and we'll watch some scary films. Yes, and or I'll watch a scary films and you will eat the pizza as quick as you can so you pass out into a food coma <laughs> to not watch the scary films. <laughs> It's tactical. It's Literally, tactical. you're just there shoveling the whole thing, in box and all. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that's the horror. And I'm like, sitting <laughs> there, like crying, <laughs> rocking back and forth, please. <laughs> and then you'll fall asleep, you'll pass out, and you're literally just—I can see you—you're lying on the couch. You just say to me, "I've eaten that too quickly." <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when we lived in London, and I think it was Halloween, and. We, I ate pizza too quickly. I literally thought my stomach was going to fall yeah. through my back. Because also sometimes, depending on the pizza place that we go to, we're going into intimate detail here, but depending on the pizza place we go to, if there's like an offer on of like, oh, you get buy one, get one free on the extra large, we'll be like, oh, we'll buy one. And then we'll do the the, the, the weird but also amazing thing of having cold pizza for breakfast the following no, day. for lunch. Or, or for lunch, whatever, at some point. And so it's a large pizza and that's like a, you know, the biggest pizza. And then I just turn to you and you've eaten the entire large pizza. The thing is, I can eat melted cheese without... My brain and my stomach don't communicate. If you don't like, stop, go, you, go, you go. can go. You, if, you, if, you, if, you, if something stops you, then you realise what you've done and then you're like, oh my God, what have I done? And then you yeah. pass out. But literally, you were like you were like in like cold sweat. So I was like, we need to go to bed. Like You, you need to, you need to like lie down. I and then sleep like, off my pizza. <laughs> sleep off your pizza. Some people turn to horse tranquilizers and alcohol. <laughs> I have pizza. <laughs> but also what you always do as well is you always, you always burn your mouth on pizza as well. I do. I can't resist molten cheese. Who can? You just put your face in the pizza and you're like, oh, burnt my mouth. <laughs> I can't wait. I can never wait. Anyway. Anyway, so that's Halloween. We're going to watch some scary films this weekend, aren't we? Or yeah, whenever Halloween is in relation to this day we're talking about this. 
Yeah, so the weekend. Yeah, Halloween. Watch some scary, scary, scary films. Yeah, what's on the what's on the list for the films? Oh, I can't remember. From, so it's it's called. I think it's called Scary Stories Tell Each Other in the Dark. I think possibly. Oh, great, that it's an anthology style really film. Really jolly. Oh no, my thing has things it wants me to do. Are you I'll just put it on mute or. Well, that was a her, that was your laptop, by the way, not yours at home. And someone's like, I always happens to me. I'm listening to something, and there's like a, oh, a or like a bit of bing. And I'm like, oh, is that me? Or like a, or like a message sound. It's like, oh, what's that message? I don't know why. And obviously, this wouldn't happen. But I get the fear that if I put it on mute, then the whole recording would just be muted. Wouldn't that be funny? That'd be terrible. That would be the true horror. It would be horror. Right. Um, so that's that's horror. Well, that's not horror. We've got loads of horror to talk about throughout the whole episode. So, we have. but let's first talk about what's caught our respective eyes. Caught our respective eyes. So this weekend. I've not been able to keep up with it as much as I like because we because we because we've been out and about. But um, obviously, due to due to the times, Essen has been digital. So it's been Spiel Spiel digital this weekend. Um, so they've had a lot of. Um, so if you go on to, if you go onto the Spiel website, uh, for those of you who don't know that Spiel Spiel is a massive massive board game convention. I think it's the biggest in the world. Certainly the biggest in Europe. Uh, we went last year, which was a brilliant experience, uh, and it's held, held in a town called Essen in Germany, which is like an industrial like it's like the Coventry of Germany. But it's uh, actually maybe it's a bit more like factory based than Coventry. No, it's probably like the Coventry of Germany. It's like the Coventry of Germany. Um, but it's like but the, but the convention itself is 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 amazing. It's like it's massive massive auditorium thing and it's like loads of stuff going on there uh, and it's as I say, there's, there's hundreds if not thousands of different games being being published and released and all those kinds of things obviously there's over 200,000 people go I think think there or thereabouts so you couldn't have that with masks and social distancing I don't know if that would, that people would do not socially distance at Essen also oh, people touch board games that is <laughs> <laughs> people touch people touch it was, exactly. very, it was very frisky when we were there no people touch obviously you want to feel the game okay hang on a second you want, to, you want to like pick the game up and look at it and be like oh what? you, you want to like move the bits around and say like <laughs> stop looking at me like that you want to interact with the game and see how it works and sometimes quite often which is really great you can sit down and play like a round or or, or like a, a bit of it so you go okay I get this now I see what it see what it is that's a big part of it and there's also like gaming areas where people go and sit I remember one that was really cool was the um, the, the born with beer in it it had like a beer it was like a massive beer indoor beer tent thing that had like a gaming and beer and that was really cool yeah. so obviously all that stuff's off, off the cards so they bought it online this year haven't kept caught up with it as much as I would like to over the weekend but I'm sure I will dip back into it I have been keeping up with some of the releases obviously as, as, as one does and again I, you I haven't so and a game that was uh, released. You just ignored that. What, what? 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 do you mean? Well, you said as one does. I'm not. Well, like in general, like you keep up with board game releases and see what see see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and there, a game that was released, and I'm not sure if it would have been uh, so because some, sometimes these things are quite like finicky in terms of actually when they're released, if they're being released for Essen or, or, or not, they're being released for Essen. But a game that I've seen attached to Essen that I saw on the Essen on the Essen kind of cart, which is a, a publisher who I who I often look at for this very specific thing. Um, it, it, well, we didn't talk about it last week, but I look at for this very specific thing. Mm-hmm. That is Pandasaurus Games. Oh God, no! <laughs> do you know what I'm going to talk about? Yes. It's no, you actually you do know what I'm going to talk about. I can guess the theme. What's the theme? Dinosaurs. The theme is dinosaurs, and it's a game called Gods Love Dinosaurs. Oh Christ! And it's a tile placement game with I I think it's kind of like you're building up uh, some sort of like ecology of dinosaurs it's got tile placement it's got dinosaur meeples in it that are like wooden dinosaur critters or animal critters and you're kind of building up this world I'm assuming you know as it's kind of like dinosaurs it might be things might get destroyed those kinds of things it look it's got drafting in it it look it looks actually graphically I think I really like the design of it I really like the kind of like it's an interesting like simple 
if you've played the scene the other there are other dinosaur games very colorful very like you know very kind of bright and very detailed well, this is yes, kind of quite stripped is... back yeah, but still, but still really nice, really, really nice. Yeah, really, so I think it's, this, this this looks really cool. I and don't it's... want another dinosaur game. Well, how many? We've only got one dinosaur game as it stands. We've got two. How many games do we own? We don't need so, more. We've only got two dinosaur games. That means probably dinosaurs. Dinosaur games equate for less than a percent of our total games. Don't try and hit me with statistics. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I don't want to play any more dinosaur games. I've got you to play more Star Wars games. I think I can get you to play more dinosaur games. We don't have enough dinosaur games actually. When you think about it. <laughs> Given how much I like dinosaurs, we don't have enough dinosaur games. Is this what's caught your eye then? Yeah, it's what's caught my eye. So it's, called, like it's, called God, it's, called, it's called God's Love Dinosaurs. I find that really difficult to say. God's Love Dinosaurs. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like it should be God Loves Dinosaurs, but that's obviously not the case. It's not that. But <laughs> I, think, I, I maybe because you're gods, maybe you're all playing different. You're all playing gods, so you're playing gods. I think kind it of, says on the board game geek page that you're a god. Yeah, so I think everyone's gods. Not There's not one respective, like one conglomerate god. I would assume so. Because so that's why it's gods love dinosaurs. It's gods plural. Yes, plural of gods. Can there be a plural of gods? Well, yeah, probably. Depends on, depends on your religion. Right, are you done? I am done, Do you yeah. want to know what's caught my eye? Do you want what's, to know... What's, uh, what's caught your eye, Something yeah. quite remarkable. Today... A dinosaur game? In, no. As in this day that we are recording, I was served on my personal Instagram account an ad for a Kickstarter pre-launch page that's that's impressive that is impressive i think that means that my someone, data has been collected someone, someone has harvested your data and thought as, this lady and thought yep. is gonna like this and so and i thought you know i'll i'll give this a a, a widdly whirl mm-hmm. and the ad was for a game called sons of Feral by tabula and tabula is also the designer of methesa which we have played and didn't love but they're publishing actually looks really cool they've got a couple of other games out and Sons of Pharaoh looks interesting I'm interested in this so it's a semi-co-op game and the reason that I like it obviously is because they've got fucking can I take a guess so animals magic magic animals "Ah." yeah but I didn't have to how many games have we got with magic animals in not enough not enough maybe magical dinosaurs is the way we need to go anyway I like the look of this game because it's got Animals in called Great Guardians, and look at this ball. Oh, you frog. like you like things like guardians. Look at this ball oh, that is end. yeah, that is so you. If I could, if I saw that and didn't did and just thought, what would you like? I'd yeah. be like, that would be what you. And like. that's not the main part of the game. They also have tribes in the game that I'm not so fussed on. I'm not sure how I feel about those, but I do. I my eye is caught by Great Guardian animals. So that is Sons of Pharaoh by Tabula Games, a semi co-op game where I don't even know what you do. I just look at the pictures like some kind of illiterate person do you want me to tell you more some people also just like looking at pictures <laughs> it's like this is a defense of people like looking at pictures okay a semi-cooperative strategic euro game with asymmetric player powers and multiple endings so they're gui- guiding your tribe away bits in the produce of their pursuit of their goals and helping the great guardians in need you will face the menace of corruption which is endangering the whole land it's only a matter of time until the allure of corruption becomes unstoppable in all its devastating effects strategic choices will be crucial for the destiny of pharaoh and your tribal waybits will you cooperate with other players or part ways which sounds pretty interesting to sounds me sounds very interesting and also enchanting wildlife so i think they know what they're doing these people you like you like magical creatures, magical creatures and magic creatures. I've just been on Kickstarter um, whilst you were doing all this, and I've seen a game called Kabuto Sumo Board Game. Great, and it looks cracking. It's basically a like game where you play as be- beetles who are also sumo wrestlers because you know that's just sort of how it would be. Beetles who are also sumo wrestlers. Yes, and it's a 
dexterity style game where you're all in the in a ring and you're pushing pieces on to try and it's basically it's like loads of pieces are in the middle and you're, and and, and the, the opponents are in the, in the, and that including yourself and you'll put you're sliding on these different sizes wooden wooden discs to basically dislodge your opponents and try and knock them off the, off the board great and it looks it looks it looks great what's it, looks, it called it's called it is called kabuto sumo board game great. i think it's just called kabuto sumo but they but but, but you know it looks great oh okay. yeah it's quite nice actually Okay, I'm gonna have to look, have a look at it now. Oh my god, very beetly. It's great. A rhinoceros beetle. It does look quite entertaining to be. It's fair. quite. It looks really interesting, doesn't it? I like that they're wearing wrestling costumes. Well, the wrestlers have got to take it seriously. Well, I think they're super. They're wrestlers slash sumo wrestlers. I think it's a kind of a mixture. Oh. It's a, it's a, you know it's it's crossing over some things. Well, thank you for sharing that. Were they particularly Halloweeny? Uh, I think some people would be scared by beetles. Sumo wrestling beetles. Also, if you if you met a beetle that was the same size as you, you'd be terrified. Yeah, you would. What would be the most terrifying insect to come to face face with the same size as you? I think centipede? I know. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Centipede or millipede. A lot of legs. That would be cre- creepy. And they've got those big legs. And also because you'd feel like, well, maybe you're going to eat me. Yeah. Also like, yeah, yeah, and they could wrap you up and it could like wrap around you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like a snail I wouldn't be too scared of. That's kind of like an elephant. But also, you could run away from that. Also, I know if I just throw salt at it, it would be like, Aah! Is that right? Is that snails? That's slugs. Well, definitely slugs. So I assume snails. I think the water content in their body mm-hmm. is the. Yeah. So I assume snails. Would be but beetle would be quite scary because they'd be quite strong. Yeah, beetle would be scary, and also they're like armored. Yeah. So that's an more ant, like a rhino. An ant would be scary. Yeah, it'd be like coming face to face with a six foot rhino. An ant, a spider. A spider would be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be <gasps> terrifying. Well, okay, this is actually quite creepy. This conversation. Should we talk about you at home? Think of what animal you would insect, particularly you would least like to come in contact with. Yes. Oh, and whilst we're on that thought. Do send them in via our email address, <laughs> birdwithgames at gmail.com. And whilst I'm plugging, please do follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at birdwithgames. And share our podcast, like the podcast, review the podcast. the podcast. Yeah, they, they all help. If you could leave us a review with five stars, please. Um, Not that we're asking. Oh, well, I am asking. That would be great because it helps other people find us. That's what other podcasters say. And I don't know why they'd be lying. Okay, so should we talk about our Halloween games? Ooh! That was a bit like, was a bit like a camp ghost. He's a bit like... Or like some, you sound like you're warming up for some kind of opera. Yes. yes. Or I'm like some like posh like lady of like uh, high establishment. Like, ooh! <laughs> Someone just put um, a frog up your knickers. I think that would be... I'd be like, that, sir, that's sexual assault. Possibly. You wouldn't do your, your, your blah, 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 blah. No, I'd probably be quite upset if someone put a frog at me knickers. Yeah. Think if it's a human-sized frog, as we discussed. That's not an insect, though. That's an amphibian. No, but that would also be scary. Okay, so what amphibian would you be I don't know terrified? what massively massive <laughs> amphibians are. So You didn't spend a lot of time at the zoo, did no, you? No, I wasn't child? living in ponds as a child. So I know frogs and toads, they're pretty grim. Toads are pretty grim. Also, because its tongue will be so strong and you'd be like, yeah. fuck off with its tongue. That done. could kill you. That's yeah. a giant toad. And it would suck tongue. you into its belly and you'd be like, oh, great. That'd be a horrible way to yeah. go. That'd be a horrible way. To... I'd rather have my head ripped off by a millipede than have me. Be... Oh, would you? Would you? Oh, how quick is it? I think the impact of a frog or a toad tongue will kill you if they were big. This is, a, this is a, we need to start a new podcast. <laughs> speculating on random shit. <laughs> we know absolutely nothing about this. We'll speculate. Anyway, let's start. We're talking about horrible games. Now, before we start talking about horrible games, do you ever, do you ever play? Oh, when, I think the answer to this is going to be a big fat no. <laughs> but do you ever play? And listeners, this is one for you too. Did you ever play a game when you were younger called Atmosphere? No. 
What if so, atmosphere? I think atmosphere would have terrified you when you were younger. I was quite a hard nut, you know. So atmosphere. I was given a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, you were given a horse tranquilizer to, 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 to take it a, a suppository. Game? Yes, it's a, it's a ball game. Spell atmos and then fear is in the way you'd be like, ha ah, ha, fear. Atmos. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So atmos- it's atmosphere. Atmosphere is a board game. It's a board game that used to come with a VCR. So there was a VCR version, a DVD What's version. Like Davros? I now I now believe there is a now believe there's an app. You can actually buy it and it's like an app version, so I'm not sure how good that is. And actually, I mean, as a game, it's a part of crap. Don't get me wrong. Like, like it's not really a game. It's like I think it's like point to point movement and like uh, you know, all, all, not point to point. Sorry, it's like it's like I used to, actually it's, it's like roll. It's rolling movement and you're basically moving around. And, I don't oh, like the look of the chappy. And, and so what the whole point is, you put the, the game lasts as long as the video or DVD or whatever you're doing. So you've got to like do a series of things and you want to be like the last one out. And what you basically supposed to do is both like turn or set the mood lighting and put the video on, and the game lasts for an hour. And over the hour, the Crypt Keeper or the Guardian or the Demon Man or Devil Boy or whatever he's called. <laughs> Devil Boy. He, he basically degrades like facially over the whole time. So he starts off looking like relatively like a normal person. Oh my god. And then he degrades. Like, and what he does is like he, he basically like so, so like at some point, like very at various times, he'll like he'll hit basically also he's a knob because what he does is like player two you now lose three points or oh. move back two places and you're just like what, what, what fuck you what mean, man? Yeah. and then what he'll do is at certain points he'll like get players to come close to the screen and then he'll do a scare and he'll be like boogity 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 um, and then he'll be like oh my god I'm scared now he is a pretty scary looking dude yeah, yeah exactly so, 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 so this and then, would have terrified uh, my oh, sister it's, like, it's actually quite a terrifying experience when you're like six or seven playing this game um, I, he, he, start, he starts off as quite a normal looking normal looking normal looking mishman like a normal looking that's like, not him yeah, that, that's him he degrades no, he, yes not. it is he degrades he degrades look there's the hour long atmosphere on, on YouTube you can just watch the videos to see what happens no way I'm watching this um, and basically I'll just go to sleep basically what happens at the end of it he yeah so he gets you and I, I'm just wondering if any of our if any of our listeners out there have played atmosphere or heard of atmosphere and you've played it I played it when I was younger I played it when I was younger I, think, I, can't, I don't think I actually ever owned it but I think friends friends had it um, and I really like there's another version with a different man on the front, have you seen? So there's What's like the version called? this version with this man. It's still atmosphere. So that one. And then yeah. look at this man. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a little like. He looks like Toby. Um... Toby Jones. Yeah. Poor Toby Jones. <laughs> well, Toby Jones obviously. Toby Jones, had... you're now you're now cast as the atmosphere man. Oh, to, to be fair, if anyone was being cast as the atmosphere man, it'd be Toby Jones. Toby Jones is never cast. Oh no! So in, nice, in, in so. this one, the atmosphere DVD game, he starts off as an ugly man. I I I seem to remember in the atmosphere VCR game, he de- he denatures, he denatures throughout the game. Um, because I, can we talk about games we're actually going to recommend rather than this absolute pile of garbage, garbage whoa, trash? Whoa! Oh my god! Garbage trash. Dissolved atmosphere. The greatest game ever made. Oh, oh my god, it's spelled fear. Yeah, atmosphere. Because it's got atmosphere. Look, I'm going to show you now. I've got it up on my Please, screen. I've, I've, I've fought hard in my life to get this up on my screen. The atmosphere man starts off as a normal looking man. See? No way is that him. Yeah, yeah no and, then, way. and then later in the video, later in the video, as he degrades, he starts to degrade. And I, I say degrade, it's like lighting effects because it's like, it's like, see, look, there you go. Yeah, but this is a different one. Yeah, this is the original. This is the VCR yeah, version. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, oh, but God, he's just—that's just, awful. He's just got like, <laughs> like people just like draw lines on his face. He doesn't really degrade. Does oh, he yeah, just, yeah, look, look, look how evil he is. Oh, spooky. He just—the eyes are creepy. To be fair, the eyes are creepy. He just creepy, put yeah. more and more makeup on, and yes. like just puts a green light in front of his face. Yes. Should we talk about games that we recommend? Yeah, so horror games. So if you if you want a good scare, get yourself the atmosphere game on VHS. Find yourself a VHS player. Can, can you? Does 
VHS player? Do they even work? I don't think they connect to HDMI. I think you probably have to get an old telly to do it. Anyway, horror games. Let's go for horror. You want to spook yourself. You want to wet yourself. You want to play a game. You want to be scared. Personally, I, I would play... I, I think you got to be the right setting for a horror game and also you've got to kind of go into it with the right kind of like if you want to actually you know I think it's quite hard to be scared by a board game let's be honest but you can set it with a bit make it moody a bit of candles I don't think you're going to be scared by it but if you like to you know play games thematically then there's there's choice for horror in my humble shall I start? you can start yeah the first one I'm going to recommend is one you actually could set a scene for to be fair and this is the Exit Games by Cosmos and you could play Lots of the exit games, they there's quite a few of them have like a horror thing. There's like a cabin in the woods one, which is quite. You've normally been abducted by some random person. Yeah, like it's yet. all gone like terribly wrong. But <laughs> the one that I'm going to recommend, that they haven't played yet, but I'm very comfortable recommending them anyway because they're always brilliant. Is the Catacombs of Horror, and I'm recommending this one because it's a two-part adventure in one box. Hear that, listeners? Two parts in one box, and we're very excited about it. Selling me a used car. <laughs> And so this one sounds uh, really cool, interesting, uh, great fun for Halloween weekend. I'll give you a quick summary. So after the mysterious disappearance of a friend in the catacombs... Dog or ghost? (laughs) Just hitting the microphone. (laughs) That's my tea. Please don't drink it. (laughs) You can leave this in. Can you go sit down? What's this? Go up here. Chill out again. Board games everywhere. Yeah, I know there's board games everywhere, but you just don't you don't you don't need your bone. You're gonna just chew on his bone through the podcast. Are you? It's like I'm making ghost sounds. That's not gonna work. (laughs) That's not gonna work. It's a bit too ghostly. Yeah, it's a bit too odd. Right, sorry, Ducky. Can I have it? No. Good boy. That's it. It's gone now. I've been the victim of a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been the victim of a robbery? I was trying to tell the people about Exit, the catacombs of horror. It's very scary. Okay, you don't make a sound, doggo. So, after the mysterious disappearance of a friend in the catacombs of Paris, you set out on an eerie search in the subterranean labyrinth. Can you succeed? That's a good setting, actually. Isn't it? Creepy. Because they're really really apparently terrifying. You can get lost in there. Completely, like, be dead. Um, can you succeed in finding your friend and rescuing him from the underground world of dark secrets before it's too late? This sounds really fun. We've never played a two-part exit game. No. I think it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a perfect kind of game for Halloween or a spooky weekend or any kind of get-together. Yeah, I would agree. Set the mood, set the mood. Speaking of um, mood setting, I want to talk about now atmosphere <laughs> too. No, I'm not really. Speaking of mood setting, um, I think a lot of people will watch horror films over the over the, wow, over the period. Wow, what a great aspersion. Why are we getting shade? I just you just close caption things that are obvious sometimes. But just, just... some people like an older school horror film. Some people like the films with starring the Universal Movie Monsters. Do you know the Universal Movie Monsters? Uh, Dracula. Dracula was one of them, yes. Frankenstein. He was another one of them. They basically just ripped off literary. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But then the Universal packaged them and sold them as many more. And then they tried very recently to do the Dark World Universe, which which bombed. What's the Dark World Universe? You know, do you remember, remember The Mummy with Tom Cruise in? Oh yeah, the dark universe, dark yeah. world. You know, it was called dark some such. It was the darkness in there, and they tried to build. They tried to basically do a that Marvel was a bad with film. the horror with the horror monsters, that was which a bad I think film. has legs to it as an idea because actually the Invisible Man film apparently is also still in that universe. You know, the one that just came out that is also still in that universe. So they're all trying to desperately create a universe because they want that sweet sweet dosh. To be fair, you probably would still get people would go and see this because they know who the people are, they know who the characters are. 
Yeah, they do. They you do. probably still get some sweet, sweet dosh. But anyway, speaking of that, the game we want to talk about is Horrified. So, oh, right. Horrified, in Horrified, you are taking on the Universal Movie Monsters mm-hmm. and you are looking to protect a town from them. So, in this game, you're going to be terrorised by um, all the classics. So, you've got the Invisible Man. Dracula, Frankenstein, there are seven of them. The swamp, the swamp, swamp, swamp lad, whatever he's called, swamp creature, I think that's what his name is. The swamp lad. The swamp lad. Uh, and then, and then they're all in there. It's very much in the Universal Movie Monsters art style. It looks like that. You, that, that, I think that, this that is, is great. That, that is the visuals. Old school Halloween Old school style. Halloween, sort of 40s, 30s, if that was when these films came out. You don't even um, know, do you? You're just saying vaguely, I've got ideas. They're of the old school. Um, and it's kind of like... Yeah, it's got some really nice miniatures of them. It's a cooperative game. It's very much a kind of like firefighting style game. Mm. That's quite nice, though, for like for an event like Halloween. Yes, a cooperative game is quite nice because it's Mm -hmm. like let's have pizzas, you know, pass out, but also let's work together to fight these monsters. It's it's, a la all kind of cooperative firefighting games. It's as hard as you make it. It's got different difficult settings at the start before you set it up. But like I say, in the game itself actually it's about bouncing from place to place managing each monster has a different set of things you need to do to, to, to best it or defeat it yeah. or different ways you've got to approach it so it's not just the same experience every time and again like I say it's one of those ones where you're, you're always on the back foot you're always trying to recover and go on to the next thing yeah I I kind of feel a bit torn about firefighting games on the one hand I like the urgency of them and that something's always going on but on the other hand it's like i just dealt with that like yes. could i not have yes. some respite and a cup of tea also i think we have an odd thing with cooperative games we've discussed many times particularly these kind of style once we beat it we're like oh okay done done now that's it don't need to play it ever again like yeah. that's our kind of view on these things yeah, yeah. so we've beaten it now we've beaten yeah. the challenge which is so silly because when we play, play competitive ones, like we don't, you know, you can play different styles mm-hmm. every time. And I'm yeah. sure it's available in cooperatives, but we are bizarre like that. It is bizarre. But this looks great for like classic yes. horror Halloween. Classic style horror Halloween, playing. horrified, check it out. Yeah. Something a little less Oh, classic. horrified by Ravensburger. Oh, right, thank you. Thought I'd just throw that one in there because I just. Chucking that at the end. Spooning that one in. That's not how you say it. That's not a word. Well, spoon is a word, but like is, I meant but... to be like crowbarring. That's what I meant. Because yeah. I did the action of a crowbar, yeah, but it was a spoon. It's kind of chicken runny. Huh? That's a bit chicken. Yeah, but I'm a human-sized person, so it would be a very large spoon if I was if I was doing that. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, there's not. It was quite a nice segue before. I can't segue from spoons, so I'm just going to tell you what's next, uh, which is Paranormal Detectives by Lucky Duck Games, and this is a great party game for Halloween, uh, where it is two to six players, forty-five minutes. 12 plus because it's a little bit gory to be fair you can and, filter out some of the gorier cards though yeah but they're all they're all death cards so basically in Paranormal oh, yes, Detectives uh, one of the players is a ghost and the other players are competitively competitively trying to solve the ghost's death it's not always a murder it's sometimes it's a death that ha- has happened by other circumstances and it's super fun because the ghost has to do bizarre ghostly things like um, pantomime how they died or uh, use ropes to illustrate some some element of the death or uh, there's like a Ouija board element and so it's really fun so you get like quite a silly experience for so it's kind of like a cross between Cluedo and Murder in Hong Kong a really fun fusion of all of those things together yes but yeah but but I was going to say it kind of like 
it strips out all of the li- there's no lying in it at all no one's lying the ghost yes. is trying the ghost is trying to help you win he, yeah. he, the ghost will win if you if a player wins so he he or she wants yeah. he's not trying to deceive you and say oh I want X to win or Y to win yeah. they're trying to if the first person to get it, they don't care yes. who it is so this is one of the reasons we picked up paranormal detectives because we love a bit of social deduction but normally one person in the group has to be the wrong one and that means that if you have a group of players that doesn't vibe with that kind of mm. Um, this is more, it's funny enough this is more deduction done socially like yes. it, it, it's yeah, not yeah. social deduction because yeah. obviously you're not trying to socially deduce by interacting with other. You, it's a deduction it's a puzzle but obviously if you ask the questions there are five key questions the who, how, how, where, when what, all, that, all that good stuff so if <laughs> that's a classic uh, Jack saying I know it is all a classic that good saying. Stuff. but anyway so you're trying to solve it but if you just bluntly ask the ghost those questions the ghost will reveal it in front of everybody so it's yeah. kind of like well everyone has that information now so that's helped everybody else go down that path and sometimes it's fun to throw a weird question in there and also it's quite fun to make the ghost act out weird things and be yes. like you know yeah. and if you've got a group that really gets into the theorising of it it can be very funny the stories like, the tiny weird, fragments yeah. of information that the ghost imparts yes. and then the rabbit holes that people's minds yeah. go off down it's, it is funny this, I, I feel for these types of games there are normally two types of players and in two types of groups and in one group it will fall flat flatter than you know flatter than a pancake and the other group it will succeed in the group where they're very where you're very mechanical and like nuts and bolts of saying right I need to answer these five questions that's all I'm going to do it kind of all, it falls a bit flat because it's just like okay you're going to get there and it's a bit it's a bit but the group where people are a bit more kind of like actually getting into the story and trying to recreate the story of how this person died and what happened and you know why and all those kinds of things it that I think is where it excels because it becomes kind of like that's where the rabbit holes become and it becomes funny because it's like the ghost is trying to desperately tell you not that but then it's like yeah. how do I tell you not that without saying yes, you know yes, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, yeah that's but really good fun um quick easy pretty cheap so i think this is a great one to yeah, have around for really Halloween. good really good really good one and party games generally i don't think that has to have a, sp- a spooky time of year to play next one i want to talk about then is a tiny epic game not tiny epic game is it they're called tiny epic they're called yeah. game yes it's tiny and epic but it's from game within games the tiny epic range the range um this is tiny <laughs> this is tiny epic zombies so, reason I'm including this one is I think this is an interesting one because I think a it's the theme of zombies, which is a classic Halloween staple. Yeah, couldn't couldn't get more than more, more than that. Um, and it's a tiny epic game, so it's it's a tiny little box with a game that turns, transpires out to be a much bigger package, um, and which I think is always really fun because it's one that could take yeah. a holiday or played well actually not played in a small space because it actually ends up being a really big thing. But they're quite small little games, and I I I, I find. There's something tart that yes. the, the appeal of a TARDIS game is like, oh, it's huge. Yeah, so in this one, it's got, and also in this one, there's lots of different various things going on. You can do um, cooperative, you can do com- competitive, and all those kinds of things. What you're effectively doing is you're trying to, you're in a mall, a la Dawn of the Dead, you're in a mall, and the zombies, the zombie outbreak. I've seen Dawn of the um, Dead. You've not seen the original Dawn of the Dead? I've seen Shaun of the Dead. That's, that's not Dawn of the Dead, though. No, I haven't seen the, Dawn of the Dead. The original Dawn of the Dead, where it's like, oh, God, God how old is that film? Is the person called Dawn, or is it the yeah? Dawn it's, it's, it's about a woman called Dawn, and basically oh, she's no, it's not. Meaning. It's not. That's just that's just that's a joke. She's not called Dawn. Oh, 
Well, if you get there might be a character called Dora in it. I don't remember the character's I, name. Because there's a head. woman, wasn't there? There's a woman like who leads the the zombie. That's in the remake of A Dawn of the Dead. That's the new. That's the new remake. That's the remake of A Dawn of the Dead. Which yes, there's a main woman in there. The original is it Dawn, the of the Dawn of the Dead. Which is or Dawn of the Dead. George A. Romero is. Is it the Dawn of the Dead? No, it's just Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Yes, which sounds like it could be a lady. Could be a lady Dawn. called Dawn. No, the original Dawn of the Dead by George A. Romero is the one. The one of the classic cult horror films of the sort of you know, zombie zombie film kicking off the whole thing where the zombies in the mall and they're trying to basically defend and protect the mall but people have got like if you watch it now it's like bad places to be it always kicks off in a mall you never see it happening in a farmer's market do you how can you defend a farmer's market though I don't know with your produce launch apples at them <laughs> you could defend them all because it's got walls until they get in yeah but it always yeah but, but then, then the you're in city. like you're in sitting and ducks yeah, then. that's the thing where it, they'll always get in eventually and then yeah, when you I'm, get in, I'm never going to a mall around I, October. I think if you if there were so, some such zombies, I think your best thing is to be mobile. Yeah, but then if you're stranded, then that's just horribly anxiety-inducing. And tell me about the game. Anyway, so about the game, we've gone off on a complete tangent there. Um, so about the game, it is a um, like I say there's lots of different variants of the game, and it basically boils down to there is a mall and there are zombies, and you you're trying to complete stuff and complete objectives within the mall and protect people, survive, lots of different things. And there are um, there are zombies coming in to attack you. Again, they can be controlled by a computer, by an opponent or by the AI. And it's kind of got quite that. It's got that feeling of like you know you're getting excited to get overrun. You're collecting weapons and fighting them off and doing those kinds of things. Yeah. And I think it's just like quite a fun. It's a fun little experience, you know, like yeah. fighting off zombies. I don't think it's quite as good as the other tiny epic we played, which is tiny epic quests. But, but it's fun yeah. for this kind of. We're not massive zombie people. I don't mind a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the zombie, but I'm not like a zombies aren't my jam. I wouldn't seek out a zombie film, like you know. I'd watch a zombie film, but it's yes, like I agree. I'm not like oh, it's I zombies. think zombies had a massive vogue. Though, They're always Dawn then... of the Dead, Walking Dead. I think that when they Walking Dead came back in, it was like and yeah. like and then like you've got um you know you've got things like you know. Uh, yeah, like World War Z came out as a film, and there's yeah, like, there, there's there like... are lots of films. Like that was the one with uh, Nicholas Hurst, Lindhurst, Hurst. What's his name? Nicholas Lindhurst. I don't think you mean Nicholas Lindhurst. No, I don't. That's <laughs> Nicholas. I think it's Hurst. Obscure British actor reference. No, Nicholas Holt. <laughs> oh, it was the one where he was like, "Oh, the I'm in love bodies. with you, and you're yeah, a zombie." Yeah, yeah. Bodies, yeah, and there was also um. Yeah, that was in 2013. Yes, that's like prime zombie. Yeah, time. there was a, there was another there was a couple of other zombie like Zombie Land as well was a film, and there was quite a yeah. lot of zombie yeah. films um, that were just like you basically basically kind of like um. Although Train to Busan, that's on our list for Halloween. By the way, Train to Busan, just oh, to gosh. let you know, that's a Korean zombie film. Um, so apparently it's apparently it's brilliant. So that's that's on our that's on our list. That may even. But it'd be coming to the top of the list. So um yes, it's a uh, it's a. Uh... Oh God. Are you googling Train to Busan? Yeah. Um, I think it, I it, it, yeah it's supposed it's supposed, it's supposed it's supposed to be very good. Great. So that's good that's on list. You excited for that one? Super. So whilst we're saying we're not zombie people, <laughs> I'm going to bring you a game. This is probably one of the oldest games in our collection, and it has stayed the course. Um, and that is Dead of Winters by Plat Hat Games. And Dead of Winter is a kind of semi-co-op where you are, if you've seen The Walking Dead, it's quite similar. You're building a community and trying to keep them all alive over the winter. And the threats are the usual ones that you'd have if you had a community living mostly outdoors, um, which would be the weather and food and how to keep yourself safe from those kind of natural elements. But on top of that, you also have zombies. And so... When you're going to make runs for equipment or weapons or fuel or food, there is the possibility of a zombie attack, which is high 
high drama. The interesting thing about Dead of Winter is there is the possibility for a traitor element, which yeah. the players don't know about, so it could be in there or it could not, which is a really interesting way to simulate usual human behaviour in this kind of setup, which I really like. Like some people, you know, you might not have a trait, you might have a community that works together, or there might be someone looking out for themselves, mm. or there might be someone going full blown kind of traitor and full doing something. Gung ho, kind of... like Negan style, yeah. like I'm gonna kill everyone. Exactly. So that's a really interesting component to Dead of Winter. I, that's my favourite, one of my favourite pieces of the game, is that yeah. in fact you might not actually have a traitor and everyone's just like, because you might. What the game does, though, which is kind of like... It's almost like a bit of a cheat, is it gives you a personal objective, which basically gives every single player a reason to have to lie in the game. So you yeah. have... So your objective might be you need to... You're not a traitor. You're trying, to, you're trying to help everyone win, but you need to collect food. And if you don't have three food in your hand by the end of the game, you yeah. lose. Therefore, you're going to throw a few of the objectives that require food because you don't want to give up your food. So yeah. it's kind of like... It's good, but it's like a bit of a cheat. I like that like, though, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's reflective of everyone in real life has an agenda. And Very I true. like that Very kind true. of like feeling of in the dead of winter where this community has been thrown together, you can't really trust everyone. It's mm. like, well, why are you hoarding food, Barry Linda? And you gun them in the back of the head and you're like, oh, oh. oh no. Yeah, that's sad. Um, the other uh, thing about dead of winter, it's a bit of a longer game. So it's 60 to 120 minutes. So something like tiny epic zombies is much shorter so is paranormal detectives exit is a bit longer but this is a longer board game for two to five players so if you're looking for a more in-depth experience where you're playing something out over a longer period of time this might be a good one to have a look at and we've still got it in our collection and i hope we actually play it one day and there's a new the thing game coming out as well oh my god but i i really think this the thing is so perfectly perfectly positioned as a property for this for this type of style of game where yeah. it's like do you trust that you can't trust everybody somebody is possibly the thing you've got to all work together to make make this whole arctic situation work and those kinds of things i think it's just like mm-hmm, that's perfect for this kind of game alas we have not played but last we haven't played it and we probably probably will get the new one and not play that either what a life right okay so speaking of um kind of the dog has literally seen the ghost he's, he's just staring he's just staring, staring behind me the corner there's a dead ghost. There's a dead little girl ghost behind you. I'm sure. Oh, no, I've brought her home with me. Um, anyway, speaking of speaking of spooky, spooky, spooky horror times. Again, 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 again for another game for a group of people here. Uh, this is a interesting one because this is the one where it's like a it's a it's a deduction game, a social deduction game with a lot of deduction, but also very much a team based, and it's got it's actually got quite a lot of tension to it. So it's called Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space by Osprey Games. This game, effectively, is like... It's a bit Thing-like, actually. It's a bit Thing and Alien-like. What's effectively happened is you're on a research station-y style thing and there's a there's an alien incursion where these aliens are coming and basically taking over humans and those sorts of things are happening. And the power's gone out in the whole station, so you're basically... Everyone's fumbling around in the dark. And what you're doing is you're moving through this station to try and get to... An, if you're a human, you want to get to the escape pods. If you're an, If you're an alien you want to take over and kill all the humans the way it works is it the game starts nobody knows who's on anyone's team then nobody knows that information that starts that's how it starts so what you're trying to do is you're trying to then the humans start in one space and the aliens start in another space and you've got to try and move through this through, through the station you've got to try and move mm-hmm. through the space station and you move on to certain things and you make noise and some allow some you have to tell the truth of exactly where you are some you can lie and obviously you, as other players they don't know if you're telling the truth or if you're lying so it's that kind of thing of you're moving throughout the station and the aliens are eventually working out 
out who's the humans, um, and the humans are trying to work out who the aliens are. But then the aliens are then are then trying to kind of come out. They obviously don't want to openly say with it with whatever's because you don't want to give that information away. It all becomes clearer later because obviously the aliens attack and stuff, and it's like, okay, you're obviously an alien. Um, those kinds of things happen. I think of our selection this is one I think that simulates tension the best yes yeah, it is a creeping tension and then what what it often boils down to is the aliens will normally get most people unless they don't know what they're doing and there's one person left who's just like creeping slowly out of the, of the thing and yeah. it's like a kind of like it closing net it does feel very horror film yes. it feels like the designers of this game managed to replicate what normally happens in a film like this where it's like someone at the end is like back off back yes. off yeah, and they're lying and deceiving, and it's just that kind of thing of like there's there's a there's a tipping point in the game where it's almost like the the, the facade breaks and the alien smile kind of thing where it's like yeah. you're pretending everyone's on the good team, everyone's pretending they're a human, yeah. and then eventually you'll, you'll just start to realise because of what's happening, and it's kind of just that yeah yeah I'm coming I'm coming for you, and yeah. it's like oh no. I also really dig the design of this game, not necessarily the. The design of the actual components is is nice, but I love this box design. It looks really retro, really cool. Yeah. Such a um, distinctive use of black and white and nothing else. I, I love it. Mm. Yeah, so it's really it, it, again part part game for a group of people works well with a group of people as well because it gives you that more people, more people is better kind of thing. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great it's a great great game. Uh, also, I think it helps because it's two teams distinctly two teams, yeah. so it's not one person lying by themselves. Yes, you like, haven't got like, one alien. You've got lots to of people everyone. lying together, so it's everyone one's lying almost to a degree I think this is going to be a theme it seems to be there's either lying in our Halloween games or semi-cooperative some suches or aliens or aliens and this one makes no exception fits the whole bill so this is going to be uh, Nemesis it's not going to be it is it's (laughs) Nemesis by Awakened Realms I think we've spoken about this one a few times now but it is one of our favourites and it's perfect for Halloween um, so in Nemesis, you are on a spaceship, Kel surprise, um, and you are trying to complete various personal missions and avoid getting literally killed to death literally horribly by um, aliens. And it's very similar to the alien film in terms of narrative so there's a nest of eggs that you may want to destroy or bring back for testing um depending on your um objective your personal objective and the aliens really hold their own they're not some flimsy mimsy little doodads they are you're not listening to me are you otherwise you would be Pulling me up and calling them flimsy, mimsy little doodads. I was I thought you say flimsy, mimsy little dream Sorry, Kabuto Sumo just popped up on my screen. I was like, oh, Kabuto Sumo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the aliens are very vicious and they you are. You can't real fight threat. them. It's effective for the No, so just if, it. You if can't you really are kill encountering them. one, you're going to be severely hurt and then you're going to be carrying like a bloody leg around you, uh, around after you. Nemesis is an interesting one in terms of how it does its uh, semi cooperative and uh, lying elements of the game. So all players can choose their objective at the beginning of the game. So they can either opt to be more devious and cutthroat or they can go for something more collaborative. I don't love this in Nemesis because it means that I think people tend to choose something that's more collaborative in my experience. So You have we, to make a negative decision, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. someone's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know that something's going to be hard for me, it's going to be up, mm. uphill. Um, but it is really entertaining when someone decides to do that. But I think that if it was... The problem is if it was shuffled, then you might have someone who's not comfortable with doing the cutthroat objective. Um, I, I, so it's I, a... For me, personally, I kind of felt that's the point. Mm. And 
the way I would, the way I would, I think I'd have to assess, assess the people you're playing with, obviously. But the way I personally would play it is instead of giving people a choice, mm. shuffling the two and saying, "Here's your objective for the game." Yeah. Tough, tough, yeah. tough, tough, tough yeah. tillies. Because that's the it only, is. that's the only bit I don't like because people can choose to be to play a slightly more collaborative game, and when there is mm. an element of villainy, it really does bring this game properly to life. And like, des- oh my god! Design-wise. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to give a new player, a player who's not played it before, yeah. the, the the vision of what what a good objective looks like. Because obviously, you 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 start to openly discuss your objectives and say, "I'm trying to navigate the ship to the sun," or yeah. not the sun, but I'm trying to navigate the ship to Earth, or whatever it is. So yeah. you start to openly discuss them and. If it's a negative one, if you've only got a negative one in front of you, you won't know. If at least if you had your good one, you could say, "Okay, I have my good one. I could pretend that I could pretend it was this still, and I'm doing my negative one." Whereas yeah. if you have a negative one, it's like I'm trying to do. You have to make something up, and if people know the game, they're like, "Well, that's not objective, so yeah. you're lying." So what? What is it? So, you know. But you could essentially do the same principle, but then each player would then have the two and shuffle them and discard the one that they discard discard one at random. Yes. I think that's more fun, personally, because it's like a, I do. It, it, you don't know who's you don't know who's rogue then. Yes, because you'll always choose good. You'll always choose good. I don't. Rogue makes you feel anxious. And I always thing, choose. I, I love rogue. I think it's so entertaining. You're always rogue. You're just an, an evil or being. Uh, the other thing to mention about uh, Nemesis by Awakened Realms is, in true Awakened Realms fashion, the miniatures in this game are absolutely superb. They come with um, a really nice basic. Um, basting, basting, basting. No, that's not right. A basic. Good basting on these miniatures. Um, a, ba- a basic colour uh, treatment, and so they're not just plain plastic miniatures. They've been sprayed and look really. That's effective. the ones we've got. The ones we've got been washed. Not all of them like that. Oh really? Yeah. Well, sorry if you don't have the ones that have been washed. <laughs> Our ones look great. <laughs> I hope you have them as well. Um, even so, even if they hadn't been washed, I'm sure they still look incredible because the quality of a working mm, realms miniature very is, high, yeah. is fantastic but that's a cracker yeah okay final one for me then final game is again following on from this theme it's kind of like a, it's kind of everything's followed on from everything else I think it's yeah like, can you tell what kind of Halloween yeah, what, kind of, like? what, what kind of horror games we, we go towards yes this is again one of the OG games in our collection this is Legendary Encounters Alien by Upper Deck Again, one of the one of the original original our collection. I think the reason why this one's in here is because of the theme of Alien. What better horror theme? I think could you could one have for a game? I I, I, I think that's probably one of the best personally for the kind of thing that we enjoy. And then the actual gameplay is very tension building. We've spoken about Legendary Encounters Alien before. And what it does is it gives you, you... It's a deck building game, but the way it works is the aliens are kind of coming down a track towards you and it builds this sense of tension, sense of they're coming and you and, and actually they're, they're going to be really hard to fight and, you're going to, and, and you are always on the on the back foot. This is actually an example of a co-op game that we have actually played lots of times and have really yeah, enjoyed. it is. Um, but I think part of the reason why is that this does not hold pull any punches. Mm-hmm. If a teammate dies, a teammate dies. Yeah. It's not like it keeps everyone around yes. because it's a cooperative yes. game. Yeah, and it's it, it also it has got a traitor version in it where you can play with oh, yeah you can play with a variant where where you, where you add traitor cards and someone's on the good team, people are on good team and bad team, someone's trying to you know help the aliens or whatever they're trying to do negatively to help to help things move along, which is interesting. Yeah, brilliant, really good game, brilliant game. It's yeah. one of my favourites. I also think just to mention, if you haven't heard of this before, I think one of my favourite elements of this game is it's got this fantastic mechanism where the aliens are moving down the ship and it mm-hmm. gives a real sense of urgency and realism of what it might be like to be trying to 
run and find equally and find out where aliens are in a ship and yeah it's I think that yeah. that sense of movement is done really well in done this really game well, yeah, done really well love it love it yeah. so there are eight games to try and play this Halloween yeah if you do play one we'd love to know which mm-hmm. it is if there are ones on your list that you're playing over Halloween that aren't on ours then we'd like to know those too please tell us we're always looking to buy more games we, we have a problem we are we are we do have a problem and we're not going to seek help for it we're not going to seek any help uh, if you'd like to get in touch do so at birdwoodgames at gmail.com thank you very much do you want to do the next section next section I thought that was down like the end of the show I was no. like you're cutting us off here I'm going to do plug as often you know, as I can keep plugging until, until you've I got like it in I like our emails from listeners They're it's very, very nice, nice. We've, had, we've had a few and we, we respond to people and very kind people we like you all <laughs> um, anyway, you sound like a robot man I am a robot man um, anyway the next section is what's on the cards what's been on the cards yes that's the section you going to tell us about it so what's on the cards or what's been on the cards? We've played games, people. We've played some games finally. Well, to be fair, as the listeners already where we are, we are working away on our scribbling away on our own our own project. We've played a hell of a lot of that game. Yes. Like too much of that game now, where you're like sick of it and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to look at this anymore. Yes. Um, but you know that is what it is. We've played a lot of that game, but we've also played other humans' games. Yeah, actual published games. Yeah. So what do we play, Dime? We played Paranormal Detectives. We played a few games of that, which was really fun. Really good fun, yeah. And we played. Ticket to Ride? Ticket to Ride Europe. Ticket to Ride Europe, which was also fun. Why Why do you sound like you have to contem- consider these options? Because in Ticket to Ride... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever thought so deeply on Ticket to Ride in this. I, I, I like it. Yeah. But? Is there a but coming? Or do you just like it? It's a good I, game? I just feel like kind of like medium about it. What's medium? Like lukewarm. Okay, that's, that's okay. You don't have to have, not every game has to be a ten for you. No, but I like it. I, but it's a great game for a group of people where different different levels of experience in gaming, different levels of strategy, different levels of skill. Everyone, anyone can pick up and play it. But people love Ticket to Ride because of that reason, and it's and it's a quite a fun it's quite a fun game. I don't really like trains. I quite enjoy it. I quite enjoy making the tracks. I quite enjoy swinging for the fences, as you know. Not a saying. It is a saying. Swinging for the fences is a saying. You can Google it now on your Google machine. I'm Googling it on my Google machine. And you'll be like, oh. Oh no. You got swinging for the fences? What does swinging for the fences mean? Swinging for the fences is an attempt to earn substantial returns in the stock market with bold bets. Yes, but what, the term swing for the fences has its origins in baseball. Batters who swing for the fences try to hit the ball over the fence to score a home run. Do you remember when I literally told you the exact thing? And I was like, nope. You're actually it's like housing all over again, isn't it? Is it? So, so swing for fences is, is is a real thing as you as you've now proven. But my strategy in any game where it's like what in a game where it's like you, it's honest in most games I have my approach is it's pretty much a swing for the fences approach, which is really funny because your approach is a conservative approach. It really annoys I'm, me though because when you get it when it comes off, you score really high. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Irritates me. Oh, when it doesn't come off, I score quite badly or like not which not I great, love, which you love. But when it comes off, it's like in in, in the game of Ticket to Ride, I think I beat everybody by like ninety points, and it was just like you completed an obscene amount I completed like 9 or 10 objectives I feel that I was very lucky with the draw of my objectives that I had and I was then equally as lucky as all the other players were concentrated in one area of the map and I had the other area of the map where my objectives were where nobody was bothering me so I could literally just quietly pluck away with my trains and no one was no one was bothering me so I was able to quietly get on with things and, and hence mm-hmm. get a lot of objectives completed but yeah it's my, whatever game we play I will pretty much from round 1 go into debt 
yeah, it's, <laughs> take the risks one. and be like right I'm going with this so it's, either, it's, it's an all or nothing play it's a I'm going to get an amazing score and do really well or I'm going to like I'm going to bomb out <laughs> I feel like maybe I'll, I just don't feel comfortable doing that Whenever we play, I'm like, maybe this is the time that I'll take. I, that's why I like. I, I, that's why I quite. Find, I quite enjoy playing economic games with you because you're like, I'm just studiously building my my very sustainable business. It's always boutique business. <laughs> yeah, mine. like it will. It will not be. It will be a business with no debt. A business that's going to make itself a good, healthy return, but it's not going to win you any games. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I'm. I'm all right. That's me. I'm like, right. Take on the debt. Take it all on. <laughs> Let's hope for the rewards best. You. That's the bugger. Is the game the game rewards? Yeah, but it's balanced. Well, sometimes you take on too much. Like when we first played Pretty Porte, I took on too much debt, yeah. and I actually lost the game. Even on the last time I scored a ridiculously high score because I was just so far in debt, it was like I had to pay it all back. Who's laughing at the steady now? But then when we played it again, I didn't take on no. as much debt. No. Oh no! Here we well, go. Here we go. The, now let's just let's just let's just let's just let's just drop your drop your angst at the games. You're like leave it, man. Leave it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Come on, come on. Yes. I have one word for you. What? Journalist. <laughs> um, that's what it was. So what's going to be on the cards? What are we playing next? What are we playing next? Might we play the in Rolling Rights we said we're going to be playing for ages? We might, we, this weekend, we might best play some games. Let's try and play some games this weekend. Okay. Coming up. We can do Maybe it. a horror we game, a spooky game. Ooh, which of our spooky games should we play? No, it's not to you. What spooky games you want to play? Well, we might play the exit game. Yeah, we could do actually. We also might play Rolling Ranch and Cartographers. We've been telling you we're going to do that for the last three episodes, I'm sure. Maybe three years' time, we'll still be um, talking about. Let's talk about those games. But we actually might have done it next no, time. No, never seen it. We might have done it. Maybe we should try and do it like in the week. Okay, bank them until we yeah. actually play some games. Yeah. But anyway, that's what's on the cards. Any more news from you, Ducky? No news from me. No, no, no news. From, no news from me. Anything you'd like to say? Um, thank you, thank you for coming along today. And happy Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween, and ooh. you don't want to do Happy Halloween in a creepy voice. No, I'm not the atmosphere man. <laughs> yeah, that's your homework this week. Oh, so that's added to your Christmas list as well. Please, no, not the atmosphere and who dares wins ball game. No, <laughs> that's the bundle, the perfect bundle. And the CD, Nick, not CD. Oh, CD. You know, we could play it on Amazon Music or whatever, or Spotify, or whatever we use. No, do you know what? Oh, no. Now, oh, no. oh on, God, no. Oh, no. She's coming at me. On, our, um, on Amazon Music, I'm now being suggested Nick Knowles CDs, Shane Ritchie CDs. Like, there's obviously like a very specific type of person that Type of Type to... of English, um, English, like, famous for not sure why this person's famous who's now, for some reason, caught an album. Yeah. Do you want, like, I'm just going to tell you what, I wonder if it's still on here. Be like, recommended for you. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't me! This isn't me. Okay, it's gone now. Thank God. But yeah, I did have a, a very odd little selection of um, of things to listen to. Are we done? We're wrapping? Okay, I'll stop scrolling through my listening. Now, yes, we are wrapping. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Well, we won't see you. We'll You'll hear us next time. Mm-hmm. No one will see anyone. No one will see anyone because that's not how podcasts work. We've learned. We've learned this. We've got there eventually. It took us a while, but we're there. Uh, have a nice Halloween and a couple of weeks. Keep in touch. Yeah, keep in touch. And we'll see you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. Bye-bye.